This is the Charlotte FC postgame show presented by UNC Charlotte. Head to charlotte.edu to get to know your hometown university. the Charlotte FC Radio Network. Now to the voices of your Charlotte football club, Will Pelagic and Jessica Charman with exclusive post-game coverage of tonight's match between Charlotte FC and the Vancouver Whitecaps. Full-time in Vancouver, Charlotte FC and Vancouver Whitecaps play to a 1-1 draw. Charlotte FC with its second-ever Canadian draw, and they move to 1-0-1 on the season and 1-0-1 all-time against Vancouver. Charlotte FC got a goal from Yuri Tavares in the 31st minute, but then conceded at the death of the opening half. Ryan Raposo coming off of a busted play, a scuffed shot that got past Christian Kalina. Vancouver the more dangerous side in the second half, but Charlotte FC does not concede, and I think that's the silver lining we have to take out of this one, Jess. Yeah, it's about the fact that they were able to have game management. It was really tough. It was a lot of having your backs up against the wall. And that's two weeks in a row now with NYCFC as well, where there was a lot of suffering in the second half, where this team was able to not concede in 45 minutes in the second half. So I'm very proud of the way they were able to face that adversity. It wasn't always pretty. It's a shame that they weren't able to dominate and create in the same way. But that's football, right? You've got to be able to manage the ebbs and flows, and Charlotte FC hangs on to a point. Well, that's the, that's the corresponding part that I'll ask you conversely, Jess, because when it comes down to it, this is two second halves in a row where Charlotte FC failed to really threaten. And I know it's different when holding a 1-0 lead. You don't want to take as many chances to try and expose yourself. But in a, when the game is still live at 1-1, I know you're on the road. And I know they make halftime adjustments and they get paychecks too. But at the same point in time, how worried are you about Charlotte's ability to recreate it in that second half? Yeah, I think in this one it was a lot more about what Vancouver did rather than what Charlotte didn't. There was still encouraging moments. I still think we had two corners in that second half. Kerwin Vargas had a couple of services in. We were getting the ball in areas. The service wasn't quite good enough, but Vancouver just had a different energy about them. And that's why, I mean, in the first half, how many times did we talk about needing to capitalize on the momentum that they had, needing to capitalize on Vancouver's slow start, needing to take advantage of the fact that Vancouver hadn't played an MLS game yet, so weren't quite up to the same speed. Unfortunately, because we didn't put the game to bed, it left that second half in the balance, and after the outing for the halftime break, it felt like Vancouver came out a different, more energized team, and that's why it was more difficult for the crown. If you're feeling down about this one, the draw for Charlotte has them right now in third place in the MLS Eastern Conference. Again, it's early. There are still games that are currently in uh, in contention right now. A couple of 1-1 draws that have a couple of teams that got draws in the opening week weekend uh, still feeling like themselves uh, aren't necessarily full but it's a result I think that Charlotte FC can build on and like you said during the contest one is better than none absolutely 
and it's a road point. There's a lot of people that would have seen this game on the schedule and thought, game over for Charlotte FC. It took us three games to pick up points in our first seasons. Here we are with four points. Not bad. Post game also brought to you by Smith Turf and Irrigation, who is proud to be an official partner of Charlotte FC. STI, a leading provider of professional equipment, irrigation, and landscape products for professionals across the Carolinas. Visit them online at smithturf.com to learn more. 1-1, the final from Vancouver. Back with more post game in a moment, including the highlights on the Charlotte FC radio network. You're listening to the Charlotte FC Post Game Show exclusively on the Charlotte FC Radio Network. Now back to Will Pelagic and Jessica Charman with exclusive post game coverage of tonight's match. Charlotte FC won, Vancouver Whitecaps won. After the first two seasons of Charlotte FC, they started 0 and 2 in the opening pair of contests. In this one, though. Charlotte FC with a win in opening weekend and now a draw to get them four points. And they currently sit very, very high up right now in the Eastern Conference. Uh, we'll see whether or not that stands uh, here at the end of night number two of the MLS season. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification on the Charlotte FC radio network. You are listening to WFNZ-FM Harrisburg and WLNK HD3 Charlotte. The exclusive home of Charlotte FC. We'll give you the scoring summary now. Charlotte FC and Vancouver were deadlocked a half hour into the contest when a counterattack started by Ashley Westwood got the game's first goal. Boy for Raposo. He tried to back heel. It's stolen by Westwood. It's the Ahari cross into the area for Westwood with the Tavares in front. They score! And Yuri Tavares! The ball went through the legs of Capetti, and Tavares gets his first MLS goal. Denied by the crossbar a week ago, he now is true. And Charlotte with a lead at the half hour mark. A delicious dummy from Enzo Capetti, and Tavares breaks a hole into the net here in Vancouver. It's fantastic from Charlotte FC. The high press starts with Westwood. Diahare, a beautiful low cross in, and Tavares doesn't miss a beat. And it's your contention that Capetti knew that was... Tavares coming behind. I want to look at it again, but I'm pretty sure he checks his shoulders, and that's what it's about, being a forward, that awareness. And anytime someone dummies like that, they're meant to sell it. They're meant to make you stutter. It's a good thing from Enzo Capetti. Of course, Capetti, later on in the half, had an opportunity on a breakaway, but couldn't convert. A lot of times it is. A lot of times it is. And a steal by Capetti. Capetti's in the middle of the park alone. Capetti with a chip save made. A stick save and a beauty by Takakoa as Capetti was in alone on goal but couldn't get it passed. It's a huge save by Takakoa there. Closes down the angle. He goes to ground and his trailing leg is able to prevent the strike from Enzo Capetti. But it's a great read from Enzo. He opens his hips to try and slot it past the goalkeeper. The goalkeeper is dove the wrong way but his legs have been able to slot up and get a clearance away an unfortunate miss for enzo because it ended up that that chance went a lot after the fact that the crown conceded after that yeah 2-0 would have felt a lot more comfortable for charlotte fc he did the hard bit he read the play he pressed just should have gone for power there over placement or if you place it it has to be in that bottom corner half ended unfortunately for charlotte in vancouver equalizing more than likely the last phase of play here for Vancouver in this first half with Charlotte clinging to a 1-0 lead. Corner kick coming, outswinger by Gall. Gall sends it toward the middle, headed away by Capetti. On the right side, Vite cross into the area, Raposo, a shot, they score! 
It's Ryan Raposo who came and leaked down the back line. And on the last kick of the first half, Vancouver's going to equalize with Charlotte. Very, very hard done there from Charlotte's perspective. 1-1 is the halftime score, and it is the final. We'll get into what happened in the second half and how Kalita might have redeemed himself as we get you ready for next week in Toronto on the Charlotte FC Radio Network. You're listening to the Charlotte FC Post Game Show exclusively on the Charlotte FC Radio Network. Now back to Will Pelagic and Jessica Charman with exclusive postgame coverage of tonight's match. Parsing the postgame comments from Dean Smith. 1-1 the final. He said that he thought that the team was the much better team in the opening half and felt that they had the game won by then. Said the second half was very scrappy and disappointed the way that they conceded at the end. And unfortunately, Jess, uh, we get the opportunity, uh, especially with these road matches, to maybe read a little bit more on social media. And we see Kalina getting a lot of stick from the fan base uh, for the way that goal was conceded. But like you and I said, that's a scuffed shot. Probably one of the toughest ones for him to deal with. If that one was actually driven, uh, maybe it's an easier handle for him. So there's two parts of this as a former goalkeeper firstly my biggest criticism with Kalina is the fact that it became a corner because he flapped it across and Cohen Vargas had to shovel it away the second part is that he probably was guessing a little bit was favoring across the body because the natural way a player would strike is into that bottom corner and the thing is the guy celebrates like Cristiano Ronaldo, Ronaldo like he scored an absolute worldie and what's actually happened is he scuffed it which has made it almost impossible for Kalina once he's gone to the ground because it slow rolls trickles in it's a team game and look I get it fans are going to point fingers and I understand it doesn't look good for Kalina it's not an attractive goal to let in but at the end of the day you know, it is an 11-player team that's on the field and it has to get past everybody. So I think the biggest issue here as a team is that you conceded in 45 plus 5 of stoppage time. You should have stayed focused the whole way. And Kalina was also equal to the task on a couple of moments in the second half. This first one that she had to parry off the line. In swinger coming. Gold sent it over the area. Header toward Kalina. Save made on the goal mouth by Kalina with one hand. It's a huge save from Christian Kalina there. Quick feet as he sidesteps across and gets down with the big hand to parry it away. That one is postage stamp bottom corner. He had to move very quickly across his goal as it awkwardly bounced up in front of him and he parries it away to safety. It seemed like both teams had their opportunities to try and head the ball straight down and try to use the turf to bounce and maybe make things a little bit difficult. Yeah, I think that was one of the frustrating points with Charlotte, too. A lot of their headers were from distance. It's really hard to score from 12 yards with your head from a floated cross. But this save was brilliant from Kalina because he watched it all the way. It was bottom corner. Not only Kalina, but also Andrew Privet helping Charlotte clear the line as well. Sebastian Berhalter crossing toward the middle. First time header by Gall. Comes to Favavico. A shot. A save made by Kalina and a clear away by Privet on the goal line. Charlotte FC crumbling, but Kalina comes up top, able to make that big K shape and get enough on it to slow the ball away so Privet can clear. No, the back line had its moments, especially in the opening half, but they were very solid against a very live Vancouver side. Listen, we talked about it. 26 goals between two of their front players in white and gold. That is a handful. They handled it with class. Charlotte FC won. Vancouver Whitecaps won. Charlotte with four points out of the first six available for them in this 
opening portion of the season. Also, the first part of a three-match road trip. Not bad to start with a point away from home. This portion of the match brought to you by Jenny King International, a leader in the commercial cleaning industry for more than 50 years. As the first commercial cleaning franchise company with local support offices, Jenny King has developed comprehensive programs to address proper cleaning and disinfection application. Visit JannyKing.com for more information. We'll wrap up the postgame next and look ahead to next week in Toronto and give you a look at the MLS scoreboard when we return on the Charlotte FC Radio Network. You're listening to the Charlotte FC postgame show exclusively on the Charlotte FC Radio Network. Now back to Will Pelagic and Jessica Charman with exclusive postgame coverage of tonight's match. 1-1 our final between Charlotte FC and Vancouver Whitecaps. Charlotte splits the points with Vancouver. Look around the rest of the MLS scoreboard. Uh, Real Salt Lake's hometown is Sandy, Utah, but today it was snowy Utah. They defeat LAFC 3-0 in the snow. Minnesota gets a goal at the death uh, to draw with the defending champions Columbus Crew 1-1 the final in Minnesota good one for the Loons Miami all over Orlando a first half brace from Luis Suarez a second half brace from Lionel Messi they're all over Orlando 5-0 still in action right now at Cincinnati leading 2-1 against Chicago a uh, deadlock breaker from Miles Robinson with his first goal for FCC Montreal a 2-1 lead for uh, over Dallas Joseph Martinez his first in a Montreal shirt coming in the 60th minute for Montreal. Lewis Morgan has the deadlock breaker in the 66th minute as New York Red Bulls lead Houston 2-1. St. Louis a 2-0 lead on NYCFC. Sporting Kansas City with a 1-0 lead on Philadelphia. That's in the 72nd minute. Colorado and Nashville just underway. Half hour in, no score. Later on tonight, Seattle and Austin. San Jose and LA Galaxy. Portland and DC United. Tomorrow, chance to scout Charlotte FC's next opponent, Toronto, who is 0-0-1 going into that matchup at Gillette Stadium tomorrow. And Charlotte FC will be part of Toronto's home opener. So two weeks in a row, a Canadian home opener. Should be interesting to see how this one goes for Toronto because they're a team that is, let's just say, much maligned coming into this season. Yeah, it's a different Toronto side, right? And they've picked up a draw and they look harder to beat. They definitely look improved now under their new manager. It's going to be an exciting opportunity for Charlotte. If there's one thing that this game has shown them, it's that they can be road warriors. They should take confidence in the fact that we're able to pick up a result here. It times go again and you want to make sure you put a game to bed this time. There's a lot to be learned from today's performance, but also a lot of positives to take. If you're Dean Smith, what do you want to see in the week leading up to the match? Oof, just more of the same energy. I think cleaning things up defensively a little bit and then the confidence in the final third finishing, finishing, finishing because we've got to put games to bed. For those of you who have uh, missed our podcast, Crown Corner, the first edition of Crown Corner will drop early next week. Jess and I are back for another season on Crown Corner. We'll be doing it bi-weekly wherever you get your podcast. Looking forward to further breaking down this one and hopefully talking about uh, some more points in Canadian soil. Looking forward to it, Willie P. This copyrighted broadcast of Major League Soccer may not be retransmitted, reproduced, or rebroadcast without the express written consent of Major League Soccer. The broadcast manager of Tepper Sports is Amy Martin. Brand manager is Jeff Rickard. His assistant is Colin Hoggard. Chief engineer is Ron Tolleson. Studio operations by Aaron Shropshire. And the executive producer of the Charlotte FC Radio Network is Matt Hogan. Our next broadcast a little bit of an odd start time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1.30 pregame on these same Charlotte FC Radio Network affiliates. So a matinee action from Toronto. MLS teams had the option to move their home openers to during the day if they so wished. Toronto took that option. So we'll join you for 
early afternoon soccer from Toronto next week. For Jessica Chalman, I'm Will Pelagic saying thank you so much for listening. Once again, the final score, Charlotte FC 1, Vancouver Whitecaps 1. We hope you enjoyed this one as much as we enjoyed bringing it to you. And we'll talk to you next week from Toronto on the Charlotte FC Radio Network. This has been a special presentation of the Charlotte FC Radio Network. Thanks for listening and be sure to join us for our next match on March 9th between Charlotte FC and Toronto FC.